0: Bum, 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 bum. Making magical bum, vacation bum, travel. Bum, Make your bum, vacation bum, unforgettable. Bum. Reconnecting pieces bum, of time. Making them yours. And making them mine. Ooh, Celebrations uh, of a Disney vacation. Or maybe a Disney cruise. When you choose making magical, Monica will ask you. Where will your dreams take you? everybody and welcome. This is Monica Fort. I'm the host of the Magical Tomorrow's podcast and I'm also the owner of Making Magical Vacations Travel where we specialize in all Disney vacations and to great destinations throughout the world where we maximize your time, save you money, and ensure that you get the most out of your vacation and those vacation needs. So welcome. Um <clears throat> I'm, I'm under the weather just a little bit. Um, we did get COVID here um, uh, two weeks ago, almost three weeks ago now. My eldest son uh, came home from work and <clears throat> had uh, had the symptoms and, uh, of course, went and got tested. And sure enough, it was COVID. Um, we have had very mild symptoms. Uh, everybody's kept us in their thoughts and prayers, but we have not been we've been very fortunate we have not been bedridden we don't have pre-existing conditions Um, and uh, so we all fared well uh, getting it Um, and I'm kind of glad that we did get it Um, not that I don't want the vaccine because of course we will get the vaccine at some point but to have that natural built-up immunity is always good and uh, I remember as a kid Um, my sisters came home with, uh, chicken pox and my mom came, uh, gate, you know, kept everybody home and we all had it. And, uh, you know, within two weeks it was gone. So it came through our family and, uh, we all did well and my sons are now back at work. I have a couple of more days of my quarantine and then, um, I'll be able to do freely, uh, in a safe way because <clears throat> we've always been safe wearing the masks and stuff uh you know uh taking precautions accordingly so um so you might sound you might hear me sound I'm a little nasally but um other than that it was just it was like basically like a, a sinus infection so um but uh we haven't done uh, a podcast in a while and I thought well because of the COVID that we got uh, hit with and then Uh, We had just gotten back from Disney a month ago. I felt, well, it's time that we do one. And uh, I was going through some of my pictures from our recent trip uh, back in February, and I came across one that is really fitting with the song that I chose (laughs) to introduce the podcast today, and that is Stay Awake. Um, How many times do you have a hard time when you're in Walt Disney World or Disneyland and and uh, you're so exhausted, but you're trying to stay awake. I know that's happened with us. It happened on our recent trip. Um, it was it was uh, <clears throat> very tiring, um, and uh, we were just there in Christmas. But uh, you know we live here in the Northeast, and so we don't have the beauty of you know when the when it's very cold temps like it was here. Uh, to be outside and uh and I know people who still do uh and God bless them but I won't but um you know the exercising outside in those frigid temps is just it, it's not a good mixture and uh so you know you you're, you get out of shape and stuff and uh um and that's that's typically what happens when I talk with families um who are going to Walt Disney World and or getting ready to it <clears throat> And they uh, said, Monica, it's it's going to be like a marathon. You know what? Do, how how are we gonna you know do this? And with the tips and the tricks and the planning that uh, I'm going to lay out here very shortly, um, hopefully um, you'll be uh, able to stay awake <laughs> and not be pooped at Disney. And um, I, I, I'm looking at this picture of this little girl that I took <clears throat> while I was there uh, last month. I was waiting for my family. They were they were going into Splash Mountain, and uh, it's it's long lines there. I have to say, there's no fast passes because of COVID. So you know you're standing all day in these long lines. They do move very quickly, though. I have to give Disney credit. They they move very very quickly. Um, it's magic how they do it, but at the same time, it, you're standing. And for long periods, you're, you're, um, uh, walking, uh, long distances and, uh, it, it just gets very grueling. It really does. And for people who maybe are hearing this podcast and you're in California and you want to attempt to come to Walt Disney World, I think their misconception is that it's the same, um, until they get there. And then they realize that this is too much, that they took on too much that they really needed to talk to somebody uh such as a specialist like myself and my specialists here at making magical vacations travel and uh and and you really need to have that uh well thought planned out uh, itinerary <clears throat> to really make it enjoyable, magical, and really get the most out of your vacation and um and that's what we're here for that's what we do. And so when I saw this picture, I I asked the grandmother, I said, can I just take a picture of your granddaughter? Uh, She is just sweet. She was in her little stroller. She had this nice little seafoam green, uh, beautiful sundress on. She had her little pearls on and uh, pigtails and her head was slumped over in the stroller and she slept. Um, It was probably a good 30, 40 minutes. That both the grandmother and I, we were sitting there, maybe even longer, and uh, she slept. And there was people whizzing by us back and forth coming off the attraction. Uh, we were sitting in this alcove that's right there. And uh, it, before COVID, in the day, there was a play area on the other side for children just to, you know, burn off some steam and, and be in the shade. And And so they have like a knee wall that you can sit on. And so I was there with uh, all of my family's bags and stuff. And you become like a pack mule uh, for those that don't do some of the attractions. <laughs> but um, here was the grandmom and and uh, this, this beautiful little granddaughter that was just in the stroller. And so I had asked the grandmom if I could take a picture of it. I told her what I do. And uh, I said, I'm not going to take a picture of her face because we don't do that. <clears throat> and she was fine with that and uh so i wanted to talk about being pooped at disney because it it is a thing uh there is a, another term for it called disney tired and uh, you'll see people you know maybe post about being disney tired and it's a great tired but in all honesty it's tiring and um it it's very grueling i ha- i have to say um it really really is it's very grueling And, and we don't want this to be like a marathon and it shouldn't look that way either. And so we're going to give some tips and tricks on really how to not become tired at Disney. And, uh, you know, there's certain things that, you know, come beyond our control and, uh, you know, it's, it's what we're going to try to give you as far as suggestions. So that way, hopefully you could take those suggestions in and plan them within your trip, and um, you're not going to feel like you're in a marathon. So, um, and that's why I figured I'd start with Mary Poppins and that song "Stay Awake" as the intro. Um, but usually, young families, <clears throat> especially when they have infants and toddlers, um, you 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 know, before you leave the trip, you have them on a schedule, you have them on a routine but when you go on vacation it seems that that routine now becomes null and void um and <clears throat> i i try to you know talk to families in a way that you know you don't want to offend them if they want to keep on that routine then god bless them um but we're here to make that more of a um of a way to incorporate that routine and it's kind of hard when you, you know, you, you haven't been to Walt Disney World maybe, or maybe you were there as a kid and, uh, and now you're here <clears throat> as an adult, as a parent <clears throat> and trying to make this, these memories happen. Um, but how do you do that? Especially when you have an infant and a toddler. Uh, well, first of all, I would say if any grandparents are willing to come on the trip, I think allow them, let them come. Number one, they want to experience this trip, just like they did with you when you were kids growing up, and for for the grandparents to experience that too with with their grandkids is just an extension of a family tradition, and these memories that will surely last a lifetime. So, if you can have a grandmom or a grandpop go on the trip, or maybe even an aunt and an uncle. Um, Allow them to come. They're going to be extra set of hands, um, just like this grandmom was with this little toddler, uh, while the family was going on the trip. And you know, some grandparents don't want to go on the attractions. Um, Although, what's really nice about Walt Disney World and Disneyland is the fact that all family members uh, on the majority of those attractions can all go together, and that's what Walt wanted. He just did not want family sitting on the side watching the kids have fun he also wanted the adults to have fun too so just keep that in mind but if you do have some grandparents where maybe some of the attractions are uh you know too thrilling to to you know there because there are some roller coasters there are some dark rides there and they just don't feel comfortable then you know what uh if the if the little one is too little maybe they don't make that height requirement but they still want that experience in the parks with the characters and stuff then by all means let the grandparents have that time they love that time and they'd be more than happy to do that because they know what you're trying to do you know so um I would I would say number one if any family members of grandparents or aunts and uncles want to come on the trip let them come they're going to be going to be like Mary Poppins. They really will. Um, So the second thing is with the routine that your toddler might have is we might have to um, see how we're going to incorporate this. And the first step would be is the location of where you're going to stay on property to Magic Kingdom, because for the most majority of those families that have toddlers, Magic Kingdom is going to be the park. Now, there are other parks. There's Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. All have attractions that focus every member of the family, Um, but that's one, one of the processes that we do early on, is we do that interview process to learn about the family, where the kids want to be what their favorite characters are and then we also look at the experiences of each of those parks to see which park is going to be making the most benefit for the family and you will have to travel um, to the other parks depending on where you stay Uh, what's beautiful about staying on resort property with disney is that we have internal bus transportation We have park and resort bus transportation. We have water park transportation, uh, as well as the Skyliner. So you're going to have a variety of transportation and the utilization of those really at your fingertips. And we're going to, here at Making Magical Vacations Travel, we are going to walk you through those steps. So when we put this itinerary together, um you're going to have a plan in place one thing to keep in mind with our itinerary is that we don't have a grueling itinerary we won't do that for any family now if that's something that you want to do then by all means that's on you but uh, we don't suggest it because there's so much to do and to get in with these parks um, that, that to have a grueling itinerary would really make it tiring to the point that when I even say it it makes me tired um you you have to go with the flow of how the day is gonna go and there's going to be a lot incorporated about how the things go and flow within your day and so we're gonna go through those so number one would be having the grandparents having extra set of hands uh, to help and guide and and uh you know make the the most out of that trip especially with young ones secondly would be the location of where you want to stay on property to the magic kingdom and the parks that you want to go see um preferably um the parks that are around the magic kingdom are considered deluxe resorts you do have monorail access to three of them and um you know, the one is in walking distance, which would be Disney's contemporary. So in the event you have to get that child back to the resort where yourself, and you're tired, um, you might want to consider, um, you know, the time it's going to take you to think about getting on a Disney bus to your resort, or would you be in walking distance considering the monorail, maybe the water transportation, and the the walking to that resort. So Maybe you want to consider a deluxe resort. They are more in price, but it's because they are so convenient to the Magic Kingdom and that transportation. Um, and that's also true for um the resorts that are around Hollywood Studios and Epcot when you're using the friendship boats. They're on a little bit more of a pricey side because you're so close um, to those parks. So, and we will, we will go through those uh, parks for you. Um, my family and I, in our 75 trips that we've had since last month, um, we've stayed in every resort except Dizzy's Riviera Resort, although we've eaten in it, um, but we have not yet stayed in it, and that's, that's on our list to do. Um, but every other resort that's on property, we have stayed probably three, four, maybe five times each. So, um, we, we know those resorts very, very well. Um, so location, um, the third thing would be is, um, how, how is your eating habits, um, throughout the day? You might not consider this, but this is going to play big time because number one, depending on the year, uh, the time of year that you go is really going to hinder, How people are in the parks. And you know, it's easy to forget to eat. It's easy to forget to drink. But when you're enduring those parks and you're doing a lot of walking, because it is a lot of walking, you need to stay very well hydrated. You need to keep your energy levels up. And you also need to wear comfortable shoes. Um, if you don't wear comfortable shoes that can even make you tired and that can actually cause blisters and sores and, um, you know, you want to just really, um, you know, keep it a low key when you're, when you're doing these parks, because, um, it it is, it's, uh, it's very grueling and uh, it's a lot of walking. And so when you know that your, your family's habits are, you know, they eat breakfast in the morning at this time. Maybe they get a snack here, uh, especially the little ones, the kids. You want to keep their energy levels up. So what's really great about Disney is the fact that you can bring snacks. You can bring snacks in. You can bring juice boxes. I have a lot of families that when they get on site uh, with uh, staying on property, they'll maybe call Amazon Prime order food online, get it delivered at the resort. So that way they have the snacks there, um, you know, uh, to be convenient for the family. Um, quick service restaurants are throughout the parks and the resorts. Um, and when, when we have our guests staying at those resorts, we will let them know about, you know, how close they are to the food courts of those resorts, um, and beautiful, um uh, beautiful themed meals I mean each of these resorts on property whether you're deluxe moderate or value and there's 30 of them um, they all have their own quick service um, and table service restaurants Um, but the quick service restaurants are not just considered for fast food there is great cuisines that are made uh, with these resorts um, and the theming of them. You know, the theming has a lot to do with the way the quick service um, cuisines are. So, you know, you could be at Dizzy's Port Orleans Riverside um, and uh, you get that feeling of being down at the bayou in Mississippi. Um, So a lot of their cuisine is going to be focused around that. You still have your, your, your simple, you know, uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, Mickey waffles. um, But you also get another flavor of food that's there, which is really unique about these resorts. And we highlighted that in one of our podcasts previously, uh, when we talked about the Disney resorts and, and why you stay on property. Um, But also is they have their own shops, so they have their own stores, so, you know, maybe you didn't order anything from Instacart or, you know, the garden grocer, but um, you want to get some snacks, they have snacks in these stores, so, you know, really consider, um, you know, checking out the resort uh, when you get there, uh, get acclimated to the resort, know what's there. And we'll help you with that as well. When we sit with our families and we discuss the resort process of picking a resort. Um, and then we'll, we'll guide you that way. But, you know, having, having these, um, these tips, uh, already thought out is really gonna, uh, save ev- all the family members from a meltdown, uh, especially with the toddler, um, or even an adult you know adults have meltdowns too, and you get very tired so when you 're not thinking about eating and drinking boy that's now you're really headed for a problem, especially in the heat of Florida um in the months of January through may it's not so so bad, although um there are several weeks uh you know in the springtime there that it can get very hot and humid, and uh if you 're not pre planned for it. It can really, you know, it can really do you in and it really takes a lot of energy and zaps that energy out of you. So knowing this before you go is going to be, uh, a, makes a world of difference for everybody. And then you'll really be able to enjoy yourselves uh, daily. Um, what we do too for our guests is that, like I said, we don't put a grueling itinerary together, but we do put an itinerary somewhat together. Um, uh, For our guests, we put the must-dos of what the attractions are there. Um, We put the time frame of when the parks are open. Uh, Prior to COVID, when we had extra magic hours, we would list those so that the families would know. Um, And uh, we would also list those fast passes um, that the family would make. Ahead of time, as well as any dining reservations that, that you would have, depending on prior to COVID, the dining plan that you would have chosen. Um, now, what we do for our guests is that we make a streamlined um, itinerary, similar to what those itineraries were prior, um, but it's more, um, it's just more laid out um, because of what's going on there with COVID and what to expect. And so uh, we can tailor that to all of our guests. So I'm going to walk you through uh, what a typical week would look like um, for our guests. You could take these suggestions in. We hope that you do. Um, that way you don't feel pooped at Disney. And, uh, you know, as I, I think the word of uh, our podcast this week would be, you know, pacing yourself because you really should pace yourself. Um, And when you do that, you're going to look back on the week and you're going to think, my God, we did all of this and we got so much in, but you know what? We're not tired. You know, we're not tired. Um, And, you know, myself was, um, and how I got tired was I pushed myself. I knew I pushed myself and uh, I know I shouldn't have, but I did and uh another thing too was i was there over the week that my son had passed uh three years ago and what would typically be the run disney marathon which would happen that week that uh, we were there didn't but i did do a a 5k for him uh, in honor and there was a lot of uh, uh, moms and ladies that were there and we did that and uh, you know it's just one of those uh, events that typically take place but um this year it couldn't because of covid so we we did our virtuals there um and we were able to do a virtual one even though it wasn't the marathon but but and that's why I did myself in but uh but to pace yourself um and and I think this would really help the families is here's a typical week um you typically our guests will come from a sunday to a sunday um sunday through thursday flights are cheaper then on a Friday and a Saturday so that's when guests tend to do it and they like having that uh, formity of going for a week from a Sunday to a Sunday or maybe they go a Monday to a Monday whatever uh, works for your schedule we will gladly do but I'm going to walk you through what a Sunday to a Sunday would look like so on both Sundays of checking in and checking out we consider them down days Um, down days are basically you know you're coming in you're already tired when you're um, when you're coming in because if you leave from bwi or philadelphia which is here in the northeast for us uh, near lancaster um, we have some early morning flights well when we take those early morning flights we have to be even earlier to the airport so you know figure if your flight's gonna leave anytime from 6 a.m. and on, you really need to be at that airport around 3 a.m. So that's, you're already tired. Um, And that's why we consider the check-in day a down day. Uh, The check-out day is also a down day compared to, because uh, we don't know when that flight is gonna be leaving uh, by the time we're booking this, but once we uh, book the flights, then we will know. But typically, we like to have both of those days a down day. Um, And then you have, you know, by the time you leave the airport and you're in the air, it's about a two and a half hour flight, depending on if you have one stop. If you have a one stop flight, then it could be a little bit longer. Um, But once you get into the Orlando International Airport, And you get your luggage and now you head to Dizzy's Magical Express and now you're waiting for that bus. There's a little bit of a delay and then, of course, the drive from the airport to the resort. Um, And then you have that check-in process. So, you know, by that time, half the day is shot. And so we really don't uh, advise any of our families uh, to go to a park because then it's kind of like a waste of a ticket. And so, um, what we, what we tend to tell our guests is, you know, hang at the resort, check out the amenities. Uh, maybe you want to go to the pool and relax. Uh, maybe you want a quick service lunch. Maybe you guys are hungry, you know, depending on the time that you get there. Um, you know, so check out the restaurant there, check out the stores, um, maybe grab some snacks for the next day. So that way you have them prepared, um raring to go so you want to ward off that stress um because you know it's going to happen so if you're prepared this is going to make a world of difference um and then you know you guys get a good night's sleep uh you know you're here now on property and now come monday we're going to hit the park and that's usually going to be magic kingdom so um you know you get up early you get a quick service breakfast maybe we have a breakfast scheduled um, you know and hopefully it's with one of the character uh, because there is a few that is available Um, but if not and you get a quick service you get energized you get ready you get your snacks and then you board the bus from your resort um, and you go to Magic Kingdom and now the magic starts you're there everybody's happy everybody's having a good time um and you know but pace yourself you don't have to hit everything just pace yourself and expect long lines because of covid right now there is the social distancing aspect there's no fast passes um currently right now there is no parades we call them cavalcades instead uh they're not a parade but they look like one um there's no character meet and greets at this time. There's no fireworks. So you, you don't have to push yourself um, to get to everything here because some of it's paused. Um, but, you know, you want to, you know, get to those attractions. So you're going to have to wait a little bit. Um, but pace yourself. And, you know, by the time breakfast, that you had breakfast into lunch, Maybe consider having a snack for everybody. You'll see the food courts that are in and out of the areas of the park. Um, they sell anything from ice cream bars to fruit smoothies to uh, popcorn, uh, turkey legs, which is popular, um, you know. And also you have the quick service restaurants within the parks as well. So you want to keep them in mind too and if you're feeling that hunger pain and you want to ward it off that would be the time to do it also consider some of the attractions too um they're all um air conditioned uh because of you know of the heat of Florida but uh some of them are indoors and uh carousel of progress uh country bear jamboree philhar magic is another one um you know, if, if you're feeling tired and you need to take a cat nap, those three, I think, would be the ones where you could easily get a cat nap. I know my husband does. Um, and several fathers, when, when the lights go on, <laughs> you'll see them, you know, and they're the last ones to leave the theater uh, because they were catnapping a little bit. Because it, it is, it's, it's a tiring process. And, uh, but definitely try to, you know, pace yourself especially at the quick service restaurants too you know you don't have to gorge yourself and you don't have to uh eat it fast take that time just to sit and relax uh take in the atmosphere you're here in magic kingdom Um, you're around the magic and maybe it's nostalgic for you since uh since you were last there and, uh, and now you're looking at through the eyes of your children. So, you know, and let them leave, let them be the, the precursor here because, uh, to try to ward off any meltdowns, you want to just make sure you have everything prepared. Uh, and that's snacks, that's drinks. You want to stay very well hydrated, uh, within the parks. And, uh, you know, you, you want to also, um, you know we drink a lot of water we're told to drink lots of water but water doesn't have electrolytes and when you're using up your energy in those parks um, you're you're using up your electrolytes so you know you might want to get a sugar drink you might want to get a power aid um, and they do sell them there uh, so you just want to you know keep your keep your sugar levels great and up and uh, and, and and not forget about eating and drinking because it can easily happen. Um, but then when you see this picture of this little girl slumped over in the, in the stroller that grandma was with, it's okay because guess what? Your child is not the only one that's going to slump over in the stroller. And if that's what's making them happy and it's giving you quiet time, then let them do it. Um, You know, depending on, and back when we talk about the location, you know, you got to consider if you're going to try to stick to that routine of having a nap, by the time you get to the bus and depending on where the location of the resort is that we chose, she might, she or he might wake up on the bus and now their nap's over and now you're out of the park. So it might be good just to let things, just let it flow. And uh you're gonna find that it's it's gonna make a world of difference. Um and I'll have to say when I took a picture of that little girl, it was probably around twelve thirty, one o'clock in the afternoon. Now, it, it shocked me to see her again. We were we were now out of Frontierland where Splash Mountain was, and four hours later, here's that same little girl but she's not in a stroller she's now dancing around like a princess in the line at philhar magic it was about 4 4:30 and uh i said to my husband i said that's the little girl i was telling you about and here she was dancing away uh while you're in the uh, attraction line for philhar magic they have the overhead music and so she she knew that music and uh she was just in her own little world so that little bit of a cat nap depending on how long she was napping um hey they didn't leave the park they didn't have to she did wonderful and uh you know it's just the tips and tricks that you need to do and and sometimes you might not have to go back to the resort um if you do and you have to then you know you can relax at the resort you can all take a nap Um, maybe it's the time of year where it's kind of hot and humid and you want to get them back to the resort to swim and cool off. Keep in mind that base tickets, you can go back to the same park that you left from. Um, for, for young families that have infants and toddlers, I, I would not suggest getting park hoppers because then, um, the, the, then you have that uh, more stress that, than what you really need. And, uh, you know, if you're going to keep limited to the one park per day, then the base ticket's going to be totally enough for you. And uh, it's it's going to make a world of difference. Um, and that's, that's pretty much, you know, what we consider. So, you know, when you do this week of a Sunday to Sunday and you hit that park on Monday, then you hit the park on Tuesday, keep in mind just pace yourself and just do like you did the day before remember to take the snacks you're going to eat and drink you know throughout the day you're not going to forget that you're going to wear comfortable shoes and you're just going to pace yourself and you're going to be okay come that wednesday in the middle of the trip is going to be a down day and you're going to want that down day um you're going to want to sleep in maybe you get a late breakfast or a brunch uh, at the resort <clears throat> um maybe it's a a a water park day where you could go over to now Blizzard Beach since that's opened up, but keep in mind too that all of the resorts there on property have their own pools as well as quiet pools, so um you're going to want to utilize that, and so maybe you know have the kids swim and relax. Maybe later in the day, you want to go over to Disney Springs after everybody's well relaxed. Um, You don't need a ticket over there. And you do have bus transportation from your resort to take you over there. And we'll incorporate that in the itinerary. There's great eateries down there as far as quick service and table service. So we'll probably schedule one of those for you. Um, But just, just, you know, nonchalantly have a nice down day. Um, and that's going to re-energize you because you have two more days. Um, you'll have your Thursday and Friday, which are probably going to be park days again. So just keep in mind that word pace, get your snacks for the kids and yourselves, stay hydrated, stay, you know, eating, keep that energy level up and you're going to do okay on both of those days. Um, get some great sleep in. You know, um, it, it, you get back to the resort early. Maybe you want to swim before the kids go to sleep. That'll really put everybody at ease. And uh, and then Saturday, we consider another down day right before you go home. Um, or maybe you want that as a park day. You know, what? whatever you want for that vacation, we'll gladly do. But we try to give you these suggestions to keep everybody happy and keep that magic going. Um, but maybe you want that down day before you go home and uh, uh, you know we can we can help you plan that and then the morning that you have to go uh, and you come back home um, a lot of families like to have a a, like a late afternoon uh, early evening flight home Um, they get a little bit of more magic in before they head out Um, but you one thing about Dizzy's Magical Express is that you will get the notification on your door either the night before you leave or the morning of, depending on what time your flight is, and that will give you the reservation to get on the Magical Express, and it will tell it. Excuse me, it will tell you what time to be at the front of the resort at Bell Services, so that when Disney's Magical Express is there to pick you up, you won't miss that, um, and they'll take you right to the airport uh, three hours before you have to, you know, fly home. And, uh, you know, and there's your magical trip. So hopefully that gives you an idea of, you know, how to pace yourself, how not to be pooped at Disney, um, and just those tips and tricks that, you know, we're all anticipating a, a magical time. We really are. But there's times that we forget what we have to do so that we do have a magical time. And this is one of the reasons why having a Disney... Uh, travel specialists such as ourselves is key uh, because we'll remember that for you and uh, you know we're here the entire time from the time that we do our interview process throughout the entire trip while we're planning all the magic and then when we execute that and you're ready to go and then when you come back home we're here as well because You know, we're, we're curious to hear how the trip had gone. Everybody's happy. Everybody's magical and they can't wait to go back again. And, uh, and that's what we love about all of our guests. So if there is any, uh, questions or comments that you have about the podcast, we would surely love to hear of them. And if there's any tips and tricks that you might have, um, that we could add to that, we would gladly love to, um, to make certain, you know, that, Um, what works for you might work for another family you know and uh, we want to we want to be able to to extend that magic so to speak so we're always here if you uh, want to leave a comment please go to our website at www.mmvacationstravel.com just go over to the podcast area and you'll gladly see uh, where you can list that you can also reach out to us on our facebook pages our our instagram pages that we have on social media uh we would love the feedback on there um and if you want to reach out to us you can give us a call or a text or an email you'll find our information on both the website as well as our social media platforms and uh, we just want to you know uh, extend the magic to everybody um currently we're just going to give some news that uh and we're very happy about Walt um Disneyland California uh just released yesterday that they're going to slowly do their reopening phase starting April 30th. So, we are so very happy for them. Uh I happened to be out there a year ago when the closures were and uh that was when I last gave Mickey a hug. So, it's been a year. It's been uh 365 and Uh, you know, even as adults, we're still kids and, uh, it's always part of the, the trip to give Mickey a hug. So hopefully as, uh, time moves forward and we get uh, more people vaccinated and COVID is somewhat dissipated, hopefully we'll get those character meet and greets back and we'll be all able to give Mickey and our favorite character a hug. Um, We're also uh, anticipating uh, the return of the Disney Cruise Lines, uh, and we're getting excited about those itineraries for uh, 2022. Summer itineraries were just uh, released today, so you'll see that on our social media pages and platforms. And uh, we're excited to to get these cast members who were laid off for more than a year uh, to come back to the magic again. They've been waiting for the magic, and and uh, that's that's definitely magical for them to return. So, our hearts and prayers have always been with these cast members. It's been it's been a trying time, and uh, especially for Disney, and uh, something that they've never had to endure before. And um, you know, they've been doing a heck of a job uh, keeping that magic alive. We're also uh, got word of the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, last month that uh, it's going to be an 18 month long celebration. So that starts October 1st and runs 18 months. So um, we're really anticipating a lot of magic and hopefully again, as time moves on and more people are getting vaccinated and COVID dissipates, we can all have the return of some magic with fireworks and parades and hopefully the dining plans return back again And uh, we get back to the magic. It is magical there, uh, but I have to say in my two visits that I was there, uh, we do miss that magic. Keep in mind right now currently that if you do decide to go to Walt Disney World, there's great packages right now. Um, it is very safe there it's very safe in the airports as you saw in my Facebook lives that I do while I'm there in property and in the airport I did a bunch of those uh, just to give my guests some feedback so that they would feel some peace of mind uh, about thinking about going and uh, it it is very very safe Um, the temperature screenings are a must face coverings are a must Uh, everybody's social distance. Uh, What's nice about the airports is they're very clean. Uh, The the cabins on board the air flight is very very clean. Uh, what thing that they did do last year when we did have the closures was they were able to retrofit the cabin air pressure systems to hospital grade HEPA filters so that way that air is being recirculated and it's being sanitized also as uh, guests exit the plane those flight attendants are cleaning and scrubbing those seats so Uh, they're ensuring the safety of all of those guests so that way when new passengers board everybody is being safe and uh, you'll see that on board the flights. We did see um, in our time from Christmas to last month uh, back in February um, some of the flights that we were on uh, was fully packed but we were safe. Everybody felt good. Everybody felt good and uh, safe and then also Um, they are still continuing to do the temperature screenings as well as the face coverings and the social distancing um, at Walt Disney World. So that will extend over to Disneyland California. Uh, One thing that uh, with Walt Disney World being open since uh, July of last year with the parks and the resorts were June is that it's been a very good test for Uh, Disneyland California so what they're implementing there in Florida they will be implementing in California and at this time uh, it will only be for California residents that will be able to uh, go to the uh, parks when Disneyland reopens back in uh, uh, here in April so like I said we're very very excited about that If anybody is looking to visit in 2021 or 2022, especially for the 50th, uh, you do have to give us a call. With the limited availability of resorts that are open due to COVID, uh, we are extremely limited on those rooms and uh, they're going very, very quick. So if you're looking to be there for the 50th, it's not too soon to chat. We need to Uh, you know, discuss it over the phone or if we need to meet in person, we gladly will if you're local to me. Um, But we definitely need to start chatting. Um, And also too, for anybody looking to go in uh, 2022, now would be a good time to chat because it does take a year to plan things. And hopefully as we get through this year um, and we're getting closer to that 50th anniversary, Uh, Like I said, people will be more vaccinated. Hopefully COVID will be a thing and uh, War magic will return. So if you're looking to go um, anytime next year, let's start chatting too, uh, because you always want to be prepared. And that's what we do here for all of our guests. So um, I am going to bid you all farewell for right now. Uh, We are going to keep up our weekly podcasts uh, with some great tips and tricks. Uh, we got a lot of great topics to get through and we hope that this has been, you know, educational for you as well as giving you travel assistance and hope. Uh, that's why we call it magical tomorrows because we're all looking for that magical tomorrow. And, uh, it's, it looks like it's going to be coming a lot sooner than later. So take care, be safe, stay well, and we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Making magical vacation travel. Make your vacation unforgettable. Reconnecting pieces of time. Making them yours. And making them mine. Celebrations of a Disney vacation. Or maybe a Disney cruise. When you choose making magical, Monica will ask you. Where will your dreams take you?